All right, Psalm chapter 37. I only have one verse for us to read tonight. I could have put it on the screen. It would have made it easy, but I love to just crack open the scriptures and each of us to read it for ourselves. Psalm 37, verse 5, it says this, commit your way to the Lord. I'm going to read that again. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Let's pray. Lord, we come before you tonight and we ask now that everything that we have brought into chapel tonight, everything that we've brought in with us, maybe distractions or stress, different issues or problems, I pray that we would uh, just commit that to your feet, Lord. Reading from Psalm 37, 5, where it says, commit your way to the Lord. We commit those things to you tonight. And I pray that you would grow our commitment to you, Lord, that we would be disciplined in all areas of life, that we would commit our lives to you, Lord, that we, commit, we would commit our hearts to you. Teach us what that means, Lord. Pray that you would be with us tonight as we open your word. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. In the Christian life, I am, as I hope you are, determined. Determined. That's one of our big words for tonight. Determined. Uh, you can jot that word down, determined. Now, the question becomes, determined for what? Determined for what or determined to do what? Uh, well, mainly, the answer to that question, uh, broadly, uh, is determined to grow stronger, deeper, closer, more intimate with God. That is our goal. That is my goal. That is hopefully your goal. As you walk with Christ, your, gro- your goal in life would be that you are determined to grow closer, go- grow stronger, more intimate with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in order for that goal to be achieved, what needs to follow that determination? That's the second big word for tonight, commitment. 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 And just as we read in Psalm 37 where it says, commit your way to the Lord, we're going to learn just a couple things about this word commitment. So what needs to follow your determination? The word commitment. That's what needs to follow because you can have all the determination in the world, but if you are not committed to that process, you can throw determination out the door. I could be determined all day long to do something, uh, to... uh, do something uh, for myself or for other people. You know, determination can only take you so far, but if you don't have any commitment to that process, then your determination will be for nothing in the end. So if you don't have commitment following your determination, determination means absolutely nothing. Take working out, for example. Men, how many times have you told yourself, I am determined to work out, put on 20 pounds of muscle, all right, print out Thor's picture and tape it to my bedroom door to keep me determined to put on that muscle, gain weight, and just look good. I mean, determination. I don't know how many of you guys have, have done that, but you are determined to work out and you've got, you know, you got to get those gains. I've got goals and I got to get the gains. And you are determined to see that process through. And then you say, after a consistent week of working out, you know, sleeping in and um, playing video games was a little bit less challenging than this whole workout thing. And even though you were determined at one point, because your determination waned, your commitment didn't follow that, therefore you didn't complete the goal, you didn't achieve the, the goal, the end goal, the process within that. All right, ladies, how many of you have told yourself, I am determined 
to keep my bathroom clean. I am determined to keep the bath. Listen, I live with a girl. I'm married. I know how it is. You say to yourself, I am determined to keep my bathroom clean for a whole five hours. And then the mascara and the lip gloss and the flat iron and the blow dryer. All right, it, it, it doesn't work, ladies. And then you're not committed to that process and your determination wanes. Therefore, your commitment, your commitment doesn't follow. And then you don't achieve the goal that you've set out for yourself. I can't tell you how many, uh, how many books. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be a better reader. I've never been a, a reader, really especially growing up, um, but as of late, like in the past couple of years, I've really tried to read books. I couldn't tell you how many books I have where the, the page is earmarked on page 32 because I was committed for a good three days. I was determined for a good three days, and then my determination fell through, and I wasn't committed to the process, and so I have a good 100 books that have earmarks on page 32 because I was determined for a specific period of time. Determination can only take you so far. Determination can only take you so far because determination runs out. One day we feel determined to do something. Another day we wake up, and that same determination is not there. Commitment. Commitment is a powerful more, uh, more, uh, more powerful, stronger, longer-lasting tool in life because commitment says, regardless if I am determined or not, regardless if I'm determined or not, regardless if I feel determined or not today, I am committed to do this. Regardless if I feel like working out today, I'm going to push through and I'm going to work out today. Regardless, on a more serious note, if I feel determined to love my spouse today, I am committed to loving my spouse. Regardless if I am determined or feel like loving my spouse today, being faithful to my spouse today, I am committed to her. I am committed to him. Because you could have all the determination in marriage, but if you have no commitment in marriage, your determination will fall through. It's all about commitment because commitment says, regardless if I feel like it today, determination is a feeling. You feel like doing things today. You feel like not doing things today. Regardless of the feeling, regardless of the determination or not, I am committed to doing something. And I'm worried that our culture and our generation especially is not committed to commitment. We have lost the importance of what it means to be committed to something. Right, we don't like to commit to things or we don't like to commit to people because we like to keep our options open and we don't want to miss something special that we think is about to come our way. But then as a result, we miss special things that God is bringing us because we don't want to commit to things or we don't want to commit to people because we love to keep our options open. Or you committed to something way too soon and then you backed off of your commitment and you thought it was no big deal because commitment to our generation, it doesn't mean as much. It doesn't hold much weight. That word, that, that term, commitment. And we commit ourselves to things and then we back off of things because commitment, what, what is commitment nowadays? The definition of commitment here, I'm going to put it up on the back wall, is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or an activity. The state or quality of being dedicated or devoted to a cause or an activity. And my heart for all of us as young adults is that we would be passionate, we would have a desire to grow deeper and more mature in our faith in the Lord. But listen, there will be no growth without commitment. 
There will be no growth without commitment. Your level of commitment will determine your level of growth. Your level of, uh, deter- of commitment will determine your level of growth. And we know this, all right? Nothing's new under the sun. Uh, just physically, if you're committed to working out, you're committed to a workout program, you're committed to an exercise routine, the more committed you are will determine the level and rate of your growth in that area. And the same applies to our spiritual lives. The more committed and disciplined you are to working out the things of God in your life, the more you will mature and grow closer to the Lord. You know, oftentimes I've had conversations with people, we wonder, you know, why, why do I not see much change in my life? Why do I not, uh, why is it hard and difficult to read my Bible? Why is it hard to practice different spiritual disciplines? Why is it difficult to live my life out for the Lord? And we, we wonder through these different questions and it really has to do with your level of commitment. And you have to ask yourself, am I committed to working out the things of God in my life? It's a very important question for us to ask. Am I committed to working out the things of God in my life? You ever um, work out for the first time in a long time, and then the next day you're just, you're just destroyed, all right? And you're like, all right, this working out thing is, is way too difficult. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a break from this because I need to rest, and then I'll go back in a month or two, and then I'll, I'll work out more. And we do this to ourselves because when you first work out, it's difficult. It's hard. The same applies to our lives spiritually. The first time you go and you read your your Bible, and and it's been a long time since you've been to church or since you've read your Bible, it's a difficult thing. Where do I start? There's there's 66 books. There's a couple thousand pages. Where in the world should I start? And it's a difficult process. But just like working out, the more and more you do it, the easier it is to lift that amount of weight that previously you were struggling to bring up. But the more and more you lift that weight, the more your muscles physically adjust to that weight and you begin to lift a lot more. The same applies to our lives spiritually. The more you are committed to reading your word, the more you're committed to prayer, the more you're committed to spending time with the Lord, you develop naturally this hunger and this passion after the things of God, after his word. Reading his word becomes easier. He speaks to you more. You hear him more clearly. But it all has to do with commitment. If you're not committed to the process of physically working out, every time you re-enter that gym, the next day you will say, I am sore to the bone and I'm not doing this again. But the more you commit, that word commit, the more you commit yourself to going to the gym, working out physically, the easier it is to maneuver and lift those weights. Same applies to our lives spiritually. The more you commit yourself to the reading of scripture, to prayer and to working out the things of God in your life, the hunger and the thirst after the things of God, after his righteousness, after purity, after reading his word, naturally you will develop this hunger and this thirst after God that you never knew you had, but it was, it was because you weren't committed. It's because you weren't committed and disciplined to spending time with the Lord. And I know that you haven't been in the word in a while, and so diving back in, it's going to seem difficult. It's going to be a little bit challenging. It's going to be hard, and you're going to think, you know, I didn't really get much out of reading my Bible today. No wonder I didn't read it that much. Stay committed to the process. It's not just about determination, because I wake up one day, I feel like, man, I got to, I got to meet with the Lord. The next day, I didn't even think about reading my Bible. It wasn't even on my radar. I wasn't determined. I wasn't feeling it that day. Commitment surpasses feeling. Commitment surpasses 
determination. Commitment is a thing that you discipline yourself to do because you know you need it in your life to, to, to sustain you. Just like you are committed to eating every day, right? you don't think about it, you just you start to hunger naturally after food because every day you're committed to feeding your body. When you begin to feed your spiritual heart, your spiritual mind, your, your spirituality in God's word, you'll wake up every day just naturally hungering after the things of God because you've committed yourself to it. Commitment. It's all about commitment. The more you exercise your spiritual muscles, the more your faith will grow, the more your trust will grow, your joy will grow, your passion for the things of God will, will grow. Paul said this in 1 Timothy 4.8, physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. I'll say that again. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. The commitments you make today determine who you are tomorrow. The commitments you make today determine who you are tomorrow. And here's my challenge to us as a group. I want us to be committed to these three things. The very first thing, and if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down, jot this down in your phone, in your, in your notes. I'm committed, number one, to the reading of God's word. I am committed to the reading of God's word. This is what I'm challenging myself. This is what I want us to challenge. Uh, this is what I want to challenge us as a group tonight. Number one, there's three things. The first thing is I am committed to the reading of God's word. This is what Paul said in 1 Timothy 4.13. Until I come, devote yourself or commit yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching and to teaching. That Greek word, the Greek word for devote, when Paul says until I come, Jesus is, uh, this is uh, Paul speaking, until I come, devote yourself, commit yourself. That Greek word devote, it's the Greek word proseko, and it means to be addicted to. Before I come, be addicted to the reading of scripture. Before I come, devote yourself. Before I come, commit yourself to the reading of God's word. Church, I'm telling you tonight that we need to get God's word in our hearts and in our minds. There is no more important spiritual discipline than getting your heart and your eyes and your mind in the word of God. And you will see enormous spiritual change, physical change even. Um, your, sleep, your sleep will be better. I mean, there are physical benefits to, benefits to reading God's word. Increased joy, less anxiety. I'm not saying that um, just reading a verse is the cure-all to... Uh, anything, you know, all the issues going on in our lives. But what I am saying is that when you get your heart into God's word, the spiritual discipline, when you commit to reading God's word, you'll begin to talk more like the Lord. You'll begin to walk more like him. You'll begin to look more like him. People will be curious about who you are at the workplace, around people, around friends, because you start to conform to God's word. We have to be committed to the reading of God's word. And I'm starting with myself. I'm challenging myself on this one. It's a discipline. We're not always going to be determined or feel like doing it, but we have to be committed to reading God's word. We have to be addicted to it, Paul says. The second thing is, number two, the fellowship of believers. I'm committed to the fellowship of believers. Paul said, or we don't know it was Paul, writer of Hebrews. He said this in Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So Paul says, I want you to commit yourselves to fellowshipping with one another. 
I want you to commit yourselves to fellowshipping with one another, one another so that you can encourage one another, you can exhort one another. And I, you know, I, I completely understand that on different you know, Monday nights or different um, Wednesday nights or Sundays, you know, I, this, I'm not trying to put this on you to be legalistic because I know that we have prior commitments, whether that's to work or, or to other people. But it's just a challenge to us in general to not make it a pattern that we keep missing out on what we're doing right here. Because you might, you might come and you might go and you might think, um, yeah, nice time of worship, uh, maybe a good message, met someone new, um, go about your day um, and not think too much of it. But the more we continue to be around one another, the more opportunities we have to encourage one another, I want to challenge you guys. Uh, to meet people, and not only to meet people, but to grow deep in relationships with other people so that you can, you can be honest with people and honest about your struggles and ask for prayer. Um, I've told you many times from this stage, I would love to pray for you or pray with you, uh, but find people that you develop relationships within this community of believers so that you had a bad day at work. You come to Young Adults on Monday night, and you go to your friend, and you say, can you just pray for me? I just need to be encouraged. I had a rough day at work had a rough day uh, with my friend, had a, you know, this isn't, I'm not encouraging gossip in here, obviously, but I'm just encouraging us to encourage one another as a body of believers. We need to be committed to one another. We need to be committed to this fellowship. So don't make it a pattern to miss out on what God can do through you and in you in this community of believers. We need to be committed to one another, committed to encouraging one another in the word of God and praying for one another. And then finally, number three, I am committed to honoring God with my body. I'm committed to honoring God with my body. This is what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, 27. But I, here's a, here's a word, discipline. But I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. And a little bit earlier in that chapter, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 through 20, he said, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Honor God with your body. The reading of God's word, the fellowship of believers, and then honoring God with my body what we put in our body, what we do with our bodies. Paul says, you are not your own. If you are in Christ, you were bought at a price. Therefore, here's our charge. Commit yourselves to honoring God with your body. Sexual purity, uh, what, you, what you do, what you put in your body. Um, you, know, so, you have to be aware of, of how you treat your body because the Bible says that you are a temple of God, that you are our God's dwelling place. When you commit to trusting in Christ, you are not your own. Christ comes and he dwells within you. He dwells within your heart. And then wherever you go, you have to be cognizant of that. Because what is the perception if you are doing something that to others, you're dishonoring your body. But at the same point, you say, no, Christ lives in me. You know, it's a contradiction. So we have to be careful about how we treat our bodies, what we do with our bodies, being pure before the Lord, honoring God with our bodies because we're not our own. Christ comes and he dwells within us. He lives within us. He makes his home, the Greek word is oikos, he makes his home with us and in us when we surrender our lives to Christ. And we have to commit ourselves to honoring the Lord with our bodies. And I know, especially uh, in a season of singleness, sometimes that can be more difficult. And we think that when marriage comes, 
honoring God with my body will be a lot easier. It doesn't work that way. All right, the temptations to do with your body as you please does not get easier when you then are married and have an outlet of expression with your body. Uh, in singleness and in marriage, this commitment is equally as important to the single and to the married, to honor God with your body. So these are three things that uh, I dug up in Scripture that I think uh, Scripture makes clear that we need to be more committed to these three things. We need to be committed to reading His Word, getting His Word in our hearts, to fellowshipping with one another, and to honoring God with our bodies. These three things I want to challenge myself, I want to challenge us as a group to commit to the Lord. Commitment. Commitment. So what are you going to do this week to make that word, to make that phrase more of a reality in your life. Commitment. Commitment. This is the, the Solomon, uh, the writer of Proverbs 16, he said, Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. He also said in Proverbs 23, 12, Commit yourself to instruction. Listen carefully to words of knowledge. So let us be men and women who are committed to the things of God, and it is in our commitment to him that we will see that growth and that maturity in the Lord that I desire for myself, I desire for you as well. Let's be a people who are committed. Amen? Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that tonight, Lord, we would, we would make different commitments to you, Lord. Things that we have kind of just put on the back burner, Lord, that, that we know are important, but we have not committed ourselves to those, thing, those things. And whether that's to the reading of your word, Lord, as a daily discipline, whether that is um, fellowshipping with one another or honoring you with our bodies, Lord, or maybe it's something that's not of these three that you've been speaking to our hearts that we need to commit again to you. We've been waning in this area. We've been falling short. We are, our discipline um, our commitment to this has not been what, what you've called us to, Lord. And I pray that you would tonight, make tonight the, the night where we, we commit that thing back to you, Lord. And I pray for everyone here tonight, Lord, in our own flesh, um, we will fail every time. And so I ask tonight that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would come alongside of us as that helper, as that comforter, as that counselor, and that, that comforter, the one who guides us, I pray that your Holy Spirit would, would help us to be more committed to the reading of your word, to fellowshipping with one another, and to honoring you with our bodies, Lord. And when we commit our lives to you, God, the benefits physically and spiritually, Lord, we will just reap a, a harvest of benefits when we commit our lives to you, God. And so I pray maybe, maybe someone tonight who's never committed their lives to you, I pray that tonight they would open their hearts to committing their lives to you, Lord, surrendering their lives to your lordship, that they would give their life over to you, God, that you would come and rule and reign in their hearts, Lord. Maybe tonight is the very first commitment that someone is making to receive you. Maybe tonight, we, there's people tonight that they've known you for, for years, Lord, but we've just been struggling in, in this area of commitment, committing ourselves to you in every areas of our life. I just pray that you would, you would just make that and solidify that in our hearts, Lord, that we would commit things to you that we would be people of our word, Lord, that when we are committed to doing something, Lord, we would follow through with it, 
that we wouldn't treat commitment lightly, Lord, but that we would treat commitment seriously and that you would just impress these things upon our hearts tonight, Lord, that we would leave tonight being more committed to the things of God. Work these things out in our lives, Lord, so that we might grow closer to you. We might be a lamp and a light to other people who see us. We love you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. Amen.